Hey guys, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Ain't No Way, where we discuss all things 90 Day from a melanated perspective. We're your hosts, Jamie and Camilla. Now let's get into it. Good morning. Good morning. Good, welcome. Good morning and welcome to the Ain't No Way podcast. It's it's early. So we have our um, our radio radio voices on today. <coughs> morning <laughs> good morning Shape the um oh my gosh how how are you feeling how are you feeling jamie i feel great how are you i'm good this episode was like scary <laughs> you know what i i live for the drama so it was it was it was great it was it was heavy i was like this this feels like too much. I don't know. <laughs> it always feels like too much, but I think all the couples were there. Yeah. Everybody was in attendance, so it always feels like too much when everybody's around, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, so I took notes because Jamie's Twitter fingers are active this week. Um, I'm looking back. Uh, least amount of drama plot twist Kalani and Asuelu. I feel I think these episodes confuse us because like we don't know the timeline so it's like oh last week they were in divorce court I mean seeing divorce lawyers and now they're lovey-dovey planning romantic trips but this really could have been like two months apart but we we see it week to week so it's confusing um, but you know what the crazy part is it could be two months but it also could be two days because they're very conflicted i agree with that also <laughs> with what they wanted the relationship so it, you're right though we don't know it could be two months two weeks two days two hours yeah you're right you know and- natalie changed every minute so Natalie is a psychopath. <laughs> so you can never predict her behavior. Yo. <laughs> I've just never awkwardly laughed at someone on screen so much. I was like <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. She she's she's a wild one. Um, but back to Kalani and Aswilla real quick. Um so unfortunately, Asuelo got into a very bad car accident and he ended up totaling his car. And, you know, when things like this happen in relationships, it tends to put things in perspective. Mm-hmm. And Kalani realized, like, oh, I, I really do love that man, even though I was trying to get rid of him and was completely okay with him being gone the last time we saw her. Yes, I, I, I do think sometimes although this wasn't tragic it could have been and Mm -hmm. tragedy tragedy definitely puts like gives you like a wide lens to look at things Mm -hmm. which is great and I think this will this experience will help their relationship however you can't throw like all the stuff from the past out like hopefully now you just have to keep watching him because he can switch it up like Natalie switches it up so you just gotta stay on the lookout because he could be 
like this new person who is thankful that he is still alive for two days mm-hmm. and then day three he back to his stupid stuff so yeah <laughs> you just gotta keep a watch but hopefully this will change some things because now he is supposedly taking the initiative and planning a romantic vacation for them. However, (laughs) however, comma. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, however, he is asking her like, what you want to do? I'm sure he hasn't even planned it. He's just like, he just didn't thought about it and he, he just well, knows what and where and <laughs> he knows that he wants to do something and he knows what he wants like the elements involved i want a yeah, jacuzzi i want a pool when, where how he don't have none of that no and now kalani is wanting to add her the kids and her mama in the mix I'm sorry, Miss Marvels, but this is not helping the situation not at all because clearly I, uh, Aswelu and her mama don't do car rides together. Right. I I mean, unless Colini left already, which she, I guess she might have, I would leave Colini with the boys at home, ask mom, drop me off, pick me up, because clearly mm-hmm. I need you to do that, and that's it. Like, why? She why the crew gotta come along? Breastfeed at night? Girl, if you don't Pump and put that in the refrigerator. Yeah. And tell your mom to make some bottles. Like, I don't, I don't know. And wherever you go, make sure you bring your pump in the refrigerator in the hotel room so you can store. (laughs) I guess she likes to keep um, keep fresh, never frozen. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all Wendy's. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I think that I think that's it because I don't understand. That's the if only thing me, that makes sense. If it was me, let, let's get the factory going. Okay. No, let's really. get let's get the storage, the surplus stacked up because we not about to be using me like <laughs> like I'm somebody's cow. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it, but I'm not a parent, and I think Col- Kalani clearly appreciates that. Yeah, that I mean, she's a, a mom before anything, clearly, and she will let you know. Period. Yeah. It's the so, boys always. Yeah, so. which I appreciate because everybody yeah. ain't ain't a good mama like that. That's but, true. Did you keep Aswelu's uh, grays? I did not realize he was so gray. Oh, I didn't even notice. He definitely has like a salt and pepper. He, I'm not saying he doesn't. He has more gray hair than anything, but it. He got a. He got some in it. He's stressing his own self out. He's overworked and <laughs> he's overworked and overwhelmed. He can't deal with his own attitude. That's no, what he is. could not. Child, the boys, him. He's overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Accountability is what got them gray hairs on his head. You're right. <laughs> um. Next, I think we could go to Tiffany and Ronald. Right? Here we go. Yes. Child, uh, so. <laughs> is this the episode where she finessed her daddy or she did that last week? I mean, it's confirmed, and the okay. dad agreed this episode. So the scam has gone through. 
Um, that's gonna Tiffany's, come back to bite her. Tiffany's loving and semi wealthy daddy has agreed to um, sponsor Ronald. The yeah, the, the sponsor Ron, Ronald the criminal, despite his past. And the dad was saying it's because of who I met at the wedding and how I saw mm-mm, you guys. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I was just like, she told you who you met, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I was just like, I mean, like I get it, but also, I just, sure. <laughs> I just think, and this was her tactic. He he feels guilty for not being in her life. Oh yeah, time. So he'll do whatever he thinks to make her happy, which. I'm sorry, like this just can't be it. This can't be the I whole would, thing. My line would be drawn at buy his plane ticket. Like <laughs> that's all the financial responsibility I can take for that man who has shown time and time again. And it's not like we said it. It's not like his relapse was oh two years ago. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, nah. It's nah. giving three weeks. Three, three weeks <laughs> <Okay>. It's <laughs> very much recent. So it's <laughs> like, that's just, it's just irresponsible for her to even ask her daddy that. And like we said, and the other nine day cast members on Pillow Talk said, like, you were in seeing a divorce lawyer last week. I, I'm just, how did we get here? And also, I feel like she does a lot of high stakes things. Like she makes everything feel very dramatic. She was yeah. telling her dad, if you don't do this, my entire relationship is in shambles. Carly's not going to have a father. Daniel's not going to have a father. Like it's on you. And now she's saying, if Ronald messes up, then I can lose my relationship with my dad. I can lose, Daniel could lose a relationship with his grandpa. And I'm just like, at, at so, the cost of Ronald? <laughs> right. <laughs> Ronald who clearly don't care about being here? <laughs> no, literally. And at this point, your father is more valuable to you than Ronald. Ronald mm-hmm. ain't even asked to take care of his own kids. So he, he ain't checking for what y'all need, what y'all ain't got, how he can help. None of that. So he, he, he is useless care. to you right now. Yeah, he doesn't and, care. And she then made it very clear that she is not moving to, back to South Africa. So I just, they just need to count this as a loss. Yeah, um, that this whole uh, immigration lawyer scene, I was like, yeah, no. He ain't taking Yeah, no, serious. because we, we could say a lot of things about Julia, but she was not playing Prepared. about that interview. Had on her little blouse, nails on. Okay, like no, we're gonna get this thing going. This man was <laughs> leaning back, to stay smoking, here. vaping. Oh my god, I just could not believe it. So Tiffany goes to the um to an immigration office just mm-hmm. to do some interview prep for Ronald. Now that he's been approved um for his visa interview, oh, and she's god. nervous because. She feels like he just she has to do everything. She's nervous because she know Ronald ain't no good. Yeah. 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 That that's really <laughs> it. Because when she was saying um that I I literally babysat him through this whole relationship, but I can't do that interview for him. Sir, I mean, ma'am, are you dating? Is this a husband or a child? It's giving child. child. Right. 
it's giving child. Like, you can't depend on him for nada. Nada? No. That's not going to work. So they're in, uh, Tiffany's with the lawyer and they pull up Zoom to see, to meet with Ronald, laid back on the couch, disco lights in the back. No. Vaping. The lights kill me. <laughs> he he didn't even bother to hide that he had his knees out like he was just really comfortable yes too comfortable for an interview child this lawyer was trying to say like okay so when they ask you have you ever been arrested ron was like oh yeah like five or six times yeah i'm not asking just for my information like this is preparation here like i don't <laughs> right. need to I don't know, know this i think he thought he was just chatting I think so. With the lawyer, but no, sir, this is a practice interview. Yeah. And it was just a mess. I think he's he's sabotaging on purpose. I I, I can see that. He he don't want to really come to the US. Yeah, that's what I think. Cause he already had Daniel trying to go behind Tiffany's back and like get in her ear about moving to South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I think she said it in the episode, like, he thinks if this doesn't work out, then we'll just move to South Africa. And I was like, that is absolutely what he thinks. (laughs) You need to tell him that, like, she is not coming. Yeah, he's thinking, hoping, and praying on that. Like, that's that's what he wants. (laughs) And I feel like when she... When she tells him that, it we think it may be like a booster. Oh, like, let me get my act together so I can ace this interview. But I feel like he's going to do the opposite. He's just going to be even, he's going to be mad. And he really not going to care at that point. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's going to, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to pan yeah. out well. Like, at all. Um, But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Next case. Uh, We should go... Jovi and Yara, real quick. This is actually probably the least amount of drama. There was nothing really happening here. Yeah. Jovi- I actually really felt bad for Yara, though. I was like, Yara, stop! Yeah. I, I, I want to feel bad. It's really sad, but it's the same thing. Yeah. It over and over again. Like, I mean, this time there's a baby involved. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. Like you knew this beforehand. Yeah. And maybe maybe she just don't like being by herself. But I think like the fluctuation it would be. I mean, time apart is good for our relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like I would enjoy that yeah. time by myself. I think, I think a part of her does kind of enjoy it because then she gets an opportunity to miss him. Yeah. But, like, a part of missing him is that the fact that he has to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like she just needs to go through the motions of getting upset and crying and feeling very sad every single time. <laughs> because that's just a part of the routine. But um, no real drama here. We really could have started with them and <laughs> kept going. Um, Jovi is on his way to work. I'm pretty sure he's going to Grenada, Guyana. Yeah, Guyana. He's going to Guyana this time, um, but there's a hurricane hitting New Orleans. So Gwen is picking up Yara and Myla so they will stay in the bayou and not be 
in New Orleans in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah, That's a good idea. <laughs> when I first thought about it, I'm like, hmm, why would you go closer to the water? But it, it, it makes more sense because the way New Orleans is set up, it's, it ain't set up. Uh, so, yeah. So <laughs> hurricane and storm really destroy that town. So I think it's best, even if like this one isn't that bad, mm-hmm. being with Gwen um, and having help with the baby during this time and just yeah. having somebody to literally weather the storm with, which yeah. is, I don't know if there's hurricanes in the Ukraine, but I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. So she would probably be really scared if she did not go with Gwen. Yeah. I know like she didn't want to, but I feel like I feel like they're gonna be fine. I'm not really worried about like them having issues. I feel like eventually Yara will embrace the help and realize that she can take a nap in the middle of the middle of the day. <laughs> and she needs <laughs> I don't think that they're gonna have like that bad of a problem. I think it's gonna be difficult at first because you know Yara is so protective of the baby mm-hmm. but like you said eventually like when she won't get too tired and needs some help all that foolishness is going to go right out the window yeah and then she'll be grateful so mm-hmm. I think it's just temporary she's just frustrated and overwhelmed for now but you know she'll she'll embrace it and i feel like they're just gonna be ganging up on jovi now and i think that oh that's, definitely that's what he deserves so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's completely fine um hmm. i guess we could go to julia and brandon now this i'm excited to see next week because i already know that betty is going to piss me off <laughs> Betty is so oh my god (laughs) not me being on Julia's side again Betty literally gets on my last nerves like she is so irritating (laughs) Jesus I um parents I mean (laughs) parents they are they are generally like this but Betty has it bad yeah yeah like to the extreme like she's not doing anything that like you're saying like a normal parent wouldn't do like a parent who like loves their kid and is obsessed with their child wouldn't do but betty just takes a little too far (laughs) yeah and it's like she she doesn't know her place like these people are grown yeah they're not both your children. No. And no now you saying. have to be second in Brandon's life. Yeah. And if he was ever to say those words to her, Heart she'd attack. die. Yeah. <laughs> Stroke. Heart attack. Oh, on the floor. Keeled over. Okay. <laughs> Stressed. Yeah. You know what also, you know what else I realized? Brandon is really dramatic. Oh, yes. He is so, I'm really thinking like there's something crazy in this envelope for Julia, like, what does open an envelope? Anyways. Right. Um, so good news, Julia got her worker's permit. So right. she's ready to collect these checks and she can leave the country. Yes. I was like, she'll be back in Russia in seven yeah. days. Okay. <laughs> seven days. I'm sure she bought her ticket back home that night. Yeah. 
Um, so they get this news. This isn't her green card, but it's her work. It's a worker's permit. And like, Betty is like, step. is it gr- is it something green in there? No, Betty. <laughs> no, Betty, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but that's the next step. So this is like a temporary, mm-hmm. you know, living permit. And then the green card is a forever thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're happy about it. Julia's like, yes, collecting checks will be out of this farm in no time. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, and you, she might be right. We don't know what the uh, the rent is like in that part of Virginia. It might be it might be as good as she's saying. So we'll see. Um, and Ju- not Julia, Ron and Betty are like, oh, this is amazing. Like we should celebrate. We should have one big celebration, one for the wedding. And, and Julie was like, eh, wedding. Wedding? We already <laughs> did that. Like <laughs> we been there, done that. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then uh, Betty was like, no, no, no. Like we could just mix the celebration, like celebrate your workers permit, celebrate the wedding, because none of our none of Brandon's family was able mm-hmm. to go. And Julie was like, what does that have to do with me? I am not really understanding. Yeah. And Brandon, this is probably the first time they didn't agree in a long time. Yeah. Was, I'm not surprised. He didn't want the first wedding. So he, he didn't want the first wedding. He didn't really care about the the bells and whistles of being married. He just really wanted to be with Julia. Right. So all the extra frills, he didn't care about that. Not at all. And I do, I honestly understand Julia's point of not wanting a second wedding in America because that's not what the 90 day couples do. You do one in America and one in the home country if, if they choose to go that route. Like you could either do, do it that way. Yeah. So, I, but I kind of see like Betty's point. Yeah, like if we could have a little get together, and I mean, and not it's more like a a reception that was delayed, right? I think um, the point that uh, Brandon and Julia are dancing around is that they don't want to do it with their parents because they said that they were gonna, <laughs> they wanted to have a party, yeah, and just talk about, like, yeah, we got married, we want to have a party. But they don't want to do it with Ron and Betty there. And clearly, I understand why. No offense. But when we get to Ron's the little preview of Ron's birthday party, everybody got gray hair, girl. Like <laughs> I am dead. Right. All of my family is old. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why I don't want to have it. Because Ron is turning 70. He's That's a grown man. All right? And, and that's, uh, yeah, a grown old man. Brandon and Julia. <laughs> old man. They're young whippersnappers. They're trying to be out here in these streets. And <laughs> they can't do that with Ron and Betty. <laughs> then Ron says, what if we, my birthday's coming up. What if we just um, do a little toast to you guys at my birthday party? And then they were like, okay, yeah, we can just do a toast. A toast. <laughs> just, just, just a toast. Just a toast. Please. Thank you. Because we don't want to celebrate we already did that. We're ready to move on to the next step in our lives. Mm-hmm. And Julia's third eye, ping, wide open. She said, you know what's really going on here? Your mom is using this little party trying to get us to stay. Right. Or this little celebration thing. So that way we have to stay longer. 
because then we'll have to help decorate we'll have to have um help out with the invitations all that kind of stuff and that's really what she doing and I was like you're not wrong what? yeah she she knew and Betty thinks she slick that's what really <laughs> Betty thinks she slick and that's what the real problem is um and that's what I don't like yeah she always trying to be covert like Betty just say, say this are yeah, you playing with my intelligence I, I am smarter than you, so yeah. I see right through. <laughs> I at see least, right through you. At least Gwen kept in the stack. She said, "Yo, this is for me and my family down here in the Bayou. So you could come to the celebration. You actually don't have to, though. We would like you to <laughs> attend, but like Yara, we don't. We really don't care because <laughs> this is really for me and my family. And I get that part, but Betty just got to be honest, like." Just be honest. This is your only child, and you want to celebrate his his matrimony. Exactly. It's okay. It's okay, child. So yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I can already tell that uh, Betty pulled a stunt. <laughs> oh yeah, and I know they're gonna be trying to. I don't know when the season ends, but within the next few episodes, I'm sh- episodes. I'm sure we're gonna see some talk about Brandon and Julia moving out. So oh, yeah. that's where stuff gonna hit the fan. Julia found a job right away. Oh, I'm right sure. away. Right on you probably asked Brandon girl, his job hiring. I don't right. think really care do what they need she front do. desk? Because I can do that. I can <laughs> she push, just I wants can to get out of there. Period. Um, next, ooh, we have Angela and Michael. <laughs> Angela, I'm sick of it. Okay. I'm so sick of Angela. <laughs> I'm really, really sick of it. Um, I, surprise, no. Disappointed, still. Still disappointed. <laughs> yes. Uh, what did you think about this doctor? The faceless doctor. Yeah. Um, The fact that he didn't do her surgery because she been smoking, I applaud him. Yeah. Because Dr. Obey and that <laughs> other one <laughs> proceeded. Yeah. With all the liability. Yeah. I that honestly made me feel like he was a, a solid doctor too. He made a kind of contract, all this kind of stuff. Well he tried because he he attempted. And signed it. And she ain't gonna sign it. Because she's still going to be toting that cigarette. Oh, my God. No, literally. She cannot put them down. And she said she's been smoking since she was 13 years old. Yeah, I was like... Your lungs are literally tar at this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but just just let it go. Like, like <laughs> I, trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... You're like trying to make the outside cute, so you need to have somebody check your lungs. Yeah, let's detox a little. No, because <laughs> literally forty plus years of smoking. Yeah, no, she she can barely every single she day. <laughs> she cannot do that. Like that's like mm, maybe it your boobs weren't the problem for your breathing. Oh no, that was part of it, but that's not like. We have a bigger issue here. <laughs> we yeah. Have a bigger problem. Um, 
Angela basically tries to bat her eyelashes at this doctor and this nurse and like use her southern charm southern charm and I was like I've seen southern charm I don't know if you possess it just saying you're just you're just southern you know (laughs) but whatever (laughs) she tries to bat her eyelashes at the surgeon saying like oh come on like what's up like why are we not doing the surgery and he's like because you broke my rules you broke state rules and you want to get me jammed up put holes in your face I think, I think not. I think not. <laughs> no. And he was saying for the facelift surgery in particular, like it's very serious. Like you cannot be smoking with your face open. You just can't. <laughs> you just can't. It just does not work. I'm sorry. Um, so child, she leaves surgery. And goes, uh, she leaves the consultation and goes to smoke a cigarette. Oh, well, and yeah, like, and can we talk about how he told her that he would nicotine test her? Yeah, and she was like, "No, you're no, you're not." And I'm like, and she was dead at she was dead serious. Yeah, she was not. I was like, "See, where's the charm at now?" Because right. see, this ain't charming. Okay. <laughs> and she was like, "I can just give you my word. No, you can't. That's how we Your got word in the first is place. worth nothing." <laughs> Especially not when it comes to cigarettes. Come Nothing. please get, give you my word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm glad he fought okay. back. Like, no, no, no. I will nicotine test you. So that that's out of the question. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're positive for nicotine, you owe me fifteen hundred dollars. For wasting my for wasting time. My time. And right. playing in my face. Okay. Because <laughs> what you're not gonna do is have my staff inconvenience and I, I i don't know i liked his style i respected him i was like you know what you don't seem money hungry um no disrespect to the mother doctors but i agree it, at least this one clearly has some sort of like mm, this doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. seems pretty freaking dangerous if you ask me <laughs> um so she's already stressed and annoyed that she didn't get the surgery She's smoking a cigarette. She's on her way home in the Uber. Calls Michael and literally just chooses violence. <laughs> I was like, why did she? Why did she call him just to yell at him like this? Oh the way, and I tweet about this. The way she yells at him is giving very much. 16, 17, 1800 slavery time. Because, like, why? She like. Yeah. See, I, I'm always still confused on how they're actually together because she gives me very much racist vibes, mm-hmm. even though she has like brown grandkids. That don't mean none. That don't mean nothing. She is from the backwoods of Georgia and supports Trump. Like, that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's given very much master. And I get her point. Like, Michael is not being supportive, but he didn't want you to have these surgeries. He is mad. <laughs> right. As far as he's concerned, he's like, this is my baby's money. Yeah. <laughs> Like what are we you getting getting fine? I'm confused. Right. What I gotta do with my child? 
<laughs> I'm so sick of this conversation. I will. I want her to get on the phone with Aunt Lydia and whoever that other lady was, and uh, Michael, <laughs> to talk to talk about this baby again. That's where she goes really show out. Yeah, because we actually see Michael and Aunt Lydia and that other woman. I want to say it's like his sister or something. Mm. Um, in Nigeria. They're pounding yam, you know, just chilling, chopping it up, talking. And Aunt Lydia asks, like, oh, how is Angela recovering? Or how she's doing, like, after surgery. Michael is mm-hmm. like, she's recovering. But I'm not really feeling her right now. <laughs> exactly. Because that $25,000 is $11.5 million Naira. In, mm-hmm. in Naira. I was like, $11.5 million. That almost so gave Lydia a heart attack. Yeah, Aunt Lydia almost killed over. She said, <laughs> 11.5 million. Hmm. So, and, you know, Aunt Lydia, she's always going to put a battery in Michael's back. And she's like, you know what? If a Nigerian woman would never and could never. Would, never, could, never, <laughs> ain't gonna never. It's like, how you gonna not consult your husband? about your finances and I'm like well I don't think that Angela really sees him as her equal hello let's let's start there (laughs) let's start right there yeah I don't think she sees him as someone that needs to consider anything no 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 problem he is just there for her benefit like yeah wants him and needs him that's it that's it (laughs) and that's so sad but I I I don't necessarily. Well, I do disagree with her not treating him as her equal and considering him like mm-hmm. in her big decision, but it's also like you are across the world. Clearly, I'm the breadwinner in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if if there's something I want to do for myself, yes, I will run it by you, but like if you say no, that's not gonna be the end of it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I wanna be on Angela's side more and more, but she does sound like an overseer and Yes. It really just gets in the way. <laughs> and she <laughs> is like, distracting. She can't do any wrong. Like if Michael was to cuss her out and hang up, we would never hear the end of that. It would be divorce again. It, it's just not <laughs> Angela runs that relationship yeah and not in a good way like this is not in a good way at all this is uneven this is uneven, uneven. <laughs> it's giving 60s 50s and 60s yeah Segregation. Jim, Jim Crow definitely yeah. Jim Crow <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Angela, watch him out. You know, it's just very, it's very <laughs> weird. It's very uncomfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable as a black person watching. Like, yes. what is that tone? What is that little twing in your voice? <laughs> Nervous no, girl, what's that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see how this pans out. I don't know. I see divorce around the corner. Definitely. First of all, his visa didn't been denied. Oh. There's still like talks of baby, and that ain't happening. So there, yeah. there's nothing compatible about them at this time. 
And ain't no telling what Michael is doing in the streets in mm. Nigeria. You just, at this point, just get caught. Just get caught in the yeah. relationship. You will literally never have to see or speak to this woman ever again. Like, just literally make her break up with you. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Um, are Mike and Natalie next? Are they last? No, Libby and Andrea last. Um, <laughs> Mike and Natalie <laughs> are definitely next. Okay. Um, uh... Mike and his psychopath. You know. So, (laughs) first off, there were several things that happened. But I just want to say that I'm still confused. When did did Trish call her a hooker? No, 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 no. When did she say it? When did she say it? (laughs) The, the, um, the spiraling that happened after that, yeah. I'm thinking she really must have whispered it like, you are a hooker. Like, when did you say this? Yeah. I, and like, as the episode went on, like, <laughs> I believe that Trish is capable of saying that. But yeah. I, <laughs> I just yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> because Natalie be hearing what she want to hear. That's the problem. That's the issue. The problem is Trish very well could have said it because yeah. <laughs> Trish don't like Natalie. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you want to be like Natalie, what are you talking about? But also Trish, did you say that? <laughs> it's very possible. And that's really the issue because I don't believe either one of them really like I don't think that Trish likes likes Natalie at all and I don't think she's trying to hide it anymore. But Natalie also takes nothing and makes it something. So literally out of thin air every <laughs> single time. You thought the lady was disrespecting you by going to the butcher store to get a to turkey. Her, her turkey. Girl. Oh right. my God. Um, child, which first of all, we knew this is gonna be one of those Natalie scenes when she started off using that piece of wood as a weight. And I was like, <laughs> Natalie, put the wood down. Please. Just put the wood down. <laughs> she is literally crazy. Like there's no no other way to to pan this to explain like what she does. She's just crazy. Yeah, it was just very outlandish when they were <laughs> this one quote she said um uh when she was asking Trish, like, oh, do you always do this by yourself? And Trish was like, yeah, I just don't do it all at once. And then Natalie was like, I'm so happy I'm handy for you. And I'm like, girl, you are swinging. You are, you are, you're not. You're not, literally not doing anything. You're not helping me at all. You're actually in the way. So, but anyways, whatever. So they're swinging wood, getting ready uh, for Thanksgiving. And Natalie agrees to make uh, the Ukrainian delicacy borscht. She said oh. she, was, she wasn't going to be around enough Ukrainians to make it the last time, but I guess she agreed to this time. Girl, don't nobody want that anyway. It, I, I, I mean... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So she's in the kitchen 
Trish is in the kitchen and they were trying to explain to her that the store didn't have celery. They had- She um, is so nasty. They didn't have celery, but they got parsnips instead because it was like a similar texture and taste kind of thing. And she was starting to flip out. She's like, I said green. I don't know what that is. Nice. I, I, I can't use that. Do I don't know what that is. Yeah. And Trish was like, okay. Like they didn't have celery. <laughs> right. this is the next best thing is just like celery. It's like, yeah. do you have to break it down to her like a child? That yeah, because that's how she act. It's just it's really tough because she doesn't understand sarcasm, Mm-mm. and that's that's a that's really the issue because I feel like Trish could have said like, "What does he think you are, a hooker?" And she could have sit, took it as, oh. your mom just called me a hooker. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. A- after the whole oh, grabbing by... You know what I mean? Sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? That makes sense. Oh, my God. So that's why I'm saying I think she said it, but I don't think she meant it that way. <laughs> because she... You remember Definitely. the whole movie? Okay. Right. Let me just rewind a little bit. Oh, my God. So, Trish and Natalie are in the kitchen. Uh, they're cooking, you know, Trish Punkasaurus is trying to get her groove on. She's trying to get, get fed, get well fed for Thanksgiving. And Mike is in the kitchen for literally 34 seconds. <laughs> and um, Natalie says, there's simply too many people here. Mike, I need you to get out. Get no, out leave. I need you to go. This kitchen ain't big enough for all three of us. And you too big. So get out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> But he, you know, he was trying to be cute. He tried to come behind her. <laughs> and the, honestly, give her a outward, little feel. You know, give her a little, little caress. Little give grab. Caress. Give her a little caress. And, um, you know, the outrageous award really goes to Natalie because she <laughs> says, did you grab my... <laughs> My coochie meow meow. Did you grab it? <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> and the fact that she said that word <laughs> in front of Mike's mom. I literally cringed. <laughs> I'm like, I was embarrassed. Like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Slow down, ma'am. Whoa. It's too much. Like you're using language in front of someone that you're not even sure you like like that. Like what? no, literally, I wouldn't say that in front of my own mama, let alone somebody <laughs> else's. I just like I know that I could like say that in front of my boyfriend, mom, but I don't want to. Like I just don't yeah, want to. No, that's just too. That's uncomfortable. It's too much. And Trish was just like. Trish was doing everything in her power. She's like, girl, so I think I'm going to go and get that celery. You said <laughs> celery, right? Because I know you said the parsnips wasn't correct. Um, so this sink, we, we need to defrost the turkey a little more. <laughs> Trish was trying to bring up any and everything <laughs> to get out of it. Because Natalie just was not letting it go. She no. was like, I can't believe you did that. Like, who do you think I am? Bop, bop, bop. And then it cuts away with Trish and Natalie still in the kitchen. Trish, the time, then it cuts back. Trish is gone. Natalie's in the kitchen. Mike comes back. 
And then that's when Natalie is like, did your mom call me a hooker? Yeah, your mom called me a hooker. And so that's why I was saying, I think Trish probably did say it, but she was saying it like, what does he think you are, a hooker? Like trying to agree with her. Yeah. But all she heard was, you a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think. Uh, Mike was like, girl, what you talking about? Like, literally like, shut up. No, my mama did it. Stop your stuff. L- l- no, no, no. She did not say that. I wasn't here, but I know she wouldn't she wouldn't call you that. So stop stop pointing about my mama. Thank you. Literally shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She talks about like oh my god. Nala just gets on my nerves. It's like she doesn't want to bring it up now because she said it's a celebration. You the only one sitting here mad. Like yeah, you're and you have you have a nasty attitude on the regular, and now that you're mad, it's really gonna rub off on everybody. So you might as well go ahead and clear the air. Trish didn't call you a hooker to your face and mean it like that. No, so just go ahead and clear the air. But then I they sit down at the table. The um the roommate comes out, and I'm like, hmm, roommate or man's but I, it, I think it's boyfriend yeah definitely um, you, know, you know older people they can't say that yeah you know, <laughs> not until we marry sorry it's my friend guy oh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah but he comes out there sitting at the table eating and trish starts asking natalie about like having kids and basically she's like you're getting a little old like what's his, what is it giving yeah <laughs> when she said that I'm like you know what Trish may have called her a hooker and meant it in the way that Natalie thinks <laughs> because at this point Trish is not trying to be, play nice anymore she don't care no, she could care less oh my god so I'm mad that that was also the point where I realized that Trish may have called her a hooker yes it was really the way she said, like, you're getting up there, sis. And I was like, uh, right. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> well, you know, she got it in her. She did try and get this wedding not happening at all. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she did call her her hooker. Um, I don't even remember Natalie's response to that. I think she just probably talked about getting her career off the ground first. Yeah, she's that's basically what she said. She said that she's not thinking about kids you know, until she works first. She yeah. believes that both parents should be working. And then she threw a little jab back. You know, Natalie's very jabby. She got a quick, mm-hmm. quick little one-two combo. She was like, yeah, Trish, I don't want to be a single mom like you. You know how hard it was. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but I agree. Acres. Don't do me. Okay. I think I think Trish was trolling her by asking about kids because you know their relationship is crumbling as is. Adding the baby into the mix wouldn't help nothing. Yeah, no, she was definitely irritated at this point. But after a whole day of her having an attitude but not fully expressing it, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, like you just want to be salty but not talk because it's a celebration where you're not even putting on like a good face, a good poker face, 
you're mm-hmm. clearly bothered right now sister so what's going on <laughs> and I, think, I think like she does that for attention because in the yeah. past like mike is like chased after her and be like oh what's wrong like coddled her but now that he don't care no more i feel like she's I don't know. I I thought she was getting over her tantrums quicker, but we saw the preview for the next episode and Sus has gotten into her car. I mean, into the car and is ready to go. Yeah. I feel like... And I want to know when this is because I feel like it's the same day. I feel like it's the same day too. You know why like, you know how she abruptly you. left the butcher store? Yeah, I feel like she got out from the Thanksgiving table and <laughs> did yeah, the same she thing. She didn't make it through the whole meal. Yeah, I don't... I feel like she needs... It's like she always talks about her intelligence and like I'm really... Like just because you're book smart doesn't mean you... And understand. I don't even know if she has that. Okay, I, I'm just saying. You yeah. know? <laughs> but just because you're book smart it doesn't mean you understand american language context like there's a lot of clearly that like that piece is missing yeah and i i'm pretty sure that's like one of the hardest parts of learning english like that things have different connotations like different words Mm -hmm. could literally mean completely different definitions like the same word so i get it but like you know that you don't know that right so why even waste your energy getting mad yeah Oh my god, it was really that this is really the root beer situation. Mm-hmm. And the level. stir fry. All of it. <laughs> on a whole new level because babes, just relax. Just relax. Yeah. And we see the preview for the next episode. She didn't got mad. She didn't got in the car. And Trish, Punk and Trish is fed up. This relationship is not working. Gives her some money and send her back. And cut your losses. You ain't got no kids. You right. can still give me some grandkids for the next year, you know? Because right. I don't want He can get her some grandkids ASAP if he go get another haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the half bald chick. The yes. Yes, she did have eyes. She, she was yes, ready. Yes, she does. She said, Oh, your fiance don't do what? <laughs> Right. That's crazy. Couldn't be me. Okay. <laughs> Could not be me. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He needs to. It's it's just time. It's just time. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. Just yeah. let it go. Yes. Find someone that you want to get out of your comfort zone with. He don't even care if she's there or not. He could care less. And no, he's fed and, up. And that's 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 not good. You know. Uh. Lastly. We have Libby and Andre. <laughs> um, well, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them too. Honestly, this this scene, these scenes were giving me spinoff vibes, and I really don't want to participate. <laughs> that that's definitely what it is. I will not be surprised at all if I, in a few months we see the Libby and family show. Like. You know what? I feel like as long as it's on Discovery Plus, we don't have to participate. But right. if it's on regular TLC, we might have to participate. But I just don't want to. <laughs> I'm just not interested, girl. Like, they are just terrible. Yeah, it no was definitely reason. giving love and hip-hop fighting. 
yeah very much so <laughs> very much drama and foolishness that is set up yeah because um, it's definitely and this is my quarrel with these love and hip-hop shows and all of that it's just so happens that two people or people that hate each other show up to the same restaurant in these big old cities. It's just a coincidence, like production, you ex- expect us to believe that was organic. So <laughs> why would her father charter a boat or take them on a cruise? Knowing that they got issues. Knowing that there's beef. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I was, it's definitely felt like a, a VH1 production. Yeah. Libby said <laughs> Libby said that her dad charged the boat, but it's likely that um TLC charged the boat and said, Y'all come on and give y'all a little liquor to get the juices flowing and the courage up. Okay. Ding ding ding, y'all go at it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, it didn't make any sense for him to do this. Um but Andre pulls up on Ch- on Chuck the dad and says like yo your kids are wilding like they're wilding and to be honest my immigration situation is important mm-hmm. I need a job and I want to work I just literally cannot work with them yeah. they're terrible human beings and Chuck Loki agrees he was like you know what I have seen you putting putting in effort you're taking your own initiative you're going the independent route. You're not asking me for everything once yeah. I tell you what to do. My kids are being assholes. So you're right. <laughs> and this is, I, I agreed with Andre finally this time. I do think he'd be asking for too much and just feels too entitled to mm-hmm. like this opportunity. But he's right. He's like Chuck and Jen are just, I mean, Charlie and Jen are literally not letting him catch a break. Like, he's actually not holding his hand out. He's actually wanting to do the work. And he yeah. showed that he wanted to do the work because he went and got a realtor's license or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, like, he's taking the steps to, like, quote-unquote, prove himself. And he's just ready to work. Like, how is he How is he taking advantage of him now when he's actually doing something? Yeah, like Libby was saying, y'all complained when he was a stay-at-home dad. Now he working. Now y'all still complaining. Like, what's good? <laughs> yeah, it's it just doesn't make any sense at this point. And it I was thinking it. maybe it's because the other husbands don't work for the company. But doesn't Jen's husband work for them? Mm, no, Jen's husband is the black man. No, that's Becky. Oh, you're right. Jen was the one who was fighting. No, no, Becky was fighting. Oh, my bad. Okay, I got yeah. it. I think we were both confused because they actually yeah. look really similar. So I get confused. Yeah, they look more. I guess they look more like the mom, but uh, Libby is her daddy's child. Period. <laughs> they got the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I I want to say that Jen's husband does. Okay, I'm pretty sure, like. The spouse, like some of the spouses work for the company as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it's just giving xenophobia. Like that's all it is. That's just what it is at this point. Because he is literally damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. 
Exactly. And if he takes initiative, it just does not work because they don't want him around. Yeah, and oh my gosh. This is the same argument. Literally, it applies so much that, you know, people say, oh, they come here and steal our jobs. That's how they feel. They feel like mm-hmm. Andre is going to st- steal their job. And it's like, you ought to know your daddy better than that. Like, yeah. are you scared that your dad is going to, your father is going <laughs> to fire you for somebody else? That doesn't even make sense. They that should feel, sense. like, really secure. Like, yeah. you're working for your father. Yeah. Honestly, what I'm starting to think is that um, they haven't been doing their job to the best mm-hmm. of their ability. Right. You know? And now Andre is here to put in work and give 110% so he doesn't have to leave. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's, they know that he's going, he's willing to outwork them. And I think that that bothers them because I they agree. had a safety net because it's their dad. Like, oh, it's whatever, it's our dad. But no, this is a guy who needs this money to keep his family, to keep him and his family here in America. So I think they're pressed and I think it bothers him. And you know what, Miss Libby, <laughs> Miss Elizabeth was not having it. She is episode. fed up. I don't know. I can't remember what Becky said about Andre, but that was the final straw for her. She um she called him she called him some kind of name again. Yeah. But she did it in front of Libby. She's like, oh, oh, you're wilding now. Like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. And everybody had a little a little liquid courage with them. So you know, you know how Charlie get when he get drunk. Anyway, belligerent. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like they weren't even like really talking. Oh, it was when um Chuck mentioned doing the a road, road trip. trip Not nah, Chuck. Uh, stop. That's another TLC sanctioned vacation. And, and this is one I thought spinoff. When Chuck mentioned this thirty person RV. And they could just all drive to South Carolina. Like, that's a 15-hour trip, sir. 15 hours with all these people in one shared space? I think not. That doesn't... Absolutely not. That sounds like a bad idea. This sounds definitely like a production-led idea, though. Because it doesn't make any sense. Even the siblings were like, you know we got issues, right? Like, why are we we doing this? I don't don't get it. Becky or whatever, which one, of, whatever one of the sisters is like, we have problems. Right. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> um, and she's not wrong because, you know, as soon as that happened, Charlie and the other sister was really coming at Andre's neck and Andre was like, I'm just not going to respond because I literally didn't do anything today. <laughs> right. He wasn't really arguing back with him. He was just like telling Libby and Chuck, like, this is your family. Look at them. Look, yeah. literally look at the foolishness that is unfolding. Yeah. Just look, look at your <laughs> neighbor. Okay. Just, just turn your head to the side and say neighbor. Okay. <laughs> it just... has to suck to like try to prove yourself every single time you're yeah. around these people. That's why he just need to move on. And he's trying I he's trying to use he is trying to use Chuck in a way. I don't think it's malicious, I mean, but he's trying to gain experience enough 
for Chuck to still give him this ridiculous 100k loan so he yeah. can like start his own thing which mm-hmm. is I mean is not a bad idea however you can't like undercut this man's business by getting experience from him and then starting that same exact thing yeah I he just needs to work for somebody else like I feel like that would just solve this whole issue yeah I think I think it's time I think no I, I agree with you though he's not he is trying to take advantage but he's not trying to take any more advantage than any of her other siblings or any of right. her spouses, like he's and that's he what they the matter. Same about. thing. <laughs> right? I use my dad. You can't use him. Yeah, you can't use him that way. Ah, uh-uh. no, <laughs> it's for fun things and holidays only that you can use him. Right, you can't use him to sustain your life like the rest of us do. It's not fair. It's too much. Mm-hmm. And ooh, Becky was hurt because she's she's threw it back to the childhood. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've always living. You've brat. always. Thank you. You start crying like, and daddy comes and running. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you mad that she's a favorite? Because we've been saying that Libby's a favorite. And I yes. think they're bothered. <laughs> they're definitely bothered. There's definitely some hurt feelings behind that. There's some truth and hurt feelings behind that. Behind Libby being <laughs> the favorite child. Okay. <laughs> because Jen was really cutting up. I was really disappointed in Libby because, no offense, I feel like she deserved that wine to the face and not to the skirt, but whatever. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Because she threw it down. I was like, no, no, no. You don't. The angle. Literally. 45 degrees up, girl. Hello? Throwing in her face. Yeah. So she threw it. They were fighting. And Libby said, if you disrespect my man in front of me, it's going to be me and you. Three o'clock. Right. You're going to catch these hands. You're going to catch these hands. But Libby was fed up, and then Charlie was like, "You're really gonna fight your sister?" It's like, "Yes, yes." yes. And I'm, I'm coming sorry. To next. <laughs> yeah. So, and you, so is your wife gonna stop or like, or what are we doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we're making. I'm making my rounds. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm coming around. And finally, finally, Chuck gets fed up and steps in. Like, yeah. stop this! I'm not gonna let y'all keep doing this. This business is destroying the family. Mm-hmm. So if necessary, I'm gonna cut the business. And then everybody was like, "Hold your horse!" Right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? <laughs> you got too much dip on your chin. We're all gonna oh, have to go find jobs elsewhere. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, they're like, "Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's just come together and come to an agreement." But Chuck was like, "Actually, I don't want to talk to any of you. You've all ruined my day, as far as right. I'm concerned." The details and the nitty gritty of who I should be mad at is irrelevant. Okay, <laughs> so he was just over it, and yeah. I, I get it. He wasn't in the mood anymore. They definitely need to get it together, all sides and all parties, and they just need to get over it. I don't know if they need to go on a spiritual cleansing, but like Andre and Libby's marriage is not rocky. Like outside of family drama so they're not getting a divorce like they have a baby like he's not going anywhere (laughs) yeah the only issue really is her family yeah it was that he wasn't working now he's working and still they they really are fine it's just her her family that makes it difficult (laughs) and literally chuck literally told them like at that house when they argued, like he's getting a portion of my money. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not taking any money out of y'all's pocket. Like 
is me. He's working with me. Right, but these entitled little, I feel like Libby may be a brat, but I feel like they're, they're all being bratty. Brat- Everybody's yes. being bratty. Like, girl, definitely. Um, I feel like that's just going to be the next problem because Chuck was telling Andre, like, okay, me and you will do our own projects. And once Charlie gets a win that they're doing something without him, it's just going to create the the same problem again. Well, he's going to have to step to dad about that. Period. Period. <laughs> and you know what? He's going to talk nice. Yeah. Like, I mean, I actually don't want to get cut off. So let me watch my tone mm-hmm. and chill out. Yeah, it was it was just exhausting. It was like way too much. Uh, please don't if if we do a spinoff, like can it be like literally two episodes? That's right, a it. special. We don't need a we don't need a spinoff. No. We could just get a family special. Well, after the reunion, little special. Yeah, that is it. it. I don't have the patience for anything else. So sorry about it. Um, but yeah, that is everybody. This was. This was a doozy. It always feels crazy when everybody, when all parties are involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it is time for the couldn't be me segment. <laughs> we go through all the couples, all the scenarios from the last episode. We pick one and say, yeah, that one could not be me. <laughs> what, what, what you think? There, I feel like there's a lot. You definitely have a menu. We could buffet style this one because <laughs> that's how it feels. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Michael. Okay. I'm sorry, no. You, <laughs> you just can't speak to me that way. It's just simply <laughs> that. Yeah. That's, because that's like you said, you think you have some kind of power over me because you are a white woman and I am mm-hmm. a black African man. Mm-hmm. And that's just giving 1690 something when they picked up the slaves and on the west coast of africa um and i don't like that yeah it doesn't it doesn't sit well in my in my spirit it does not feel good yeah and at this point i mean really it's not completely off the table but at this point coming to america is pretty far off the table mm-hmm how Angela is not rich, so how well is she actually taking care of you, like from the United States? Like, how much money is she actually sending? Like, I, she's probably not sending much, but it's probably going far. I agree, <laughs> but it's just not. It, it's just not giving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. You're not like solely taking care of me. It's not like. Michael is walking around with super nice things because mm. of Angela. Like she's not doing the most for him to like hang on to this treatment and foolishness. Like I feel like it would be very easy for him to like just get rid of her. Yeah. I think it's just time. Yeah. Just I, first time. of all, I don't know see how they've ever been compatible. Um that's that's that. And I feel like in the beginning, he may have been holding on to hope that he finessed his old white lady to bring him to the United States. But well, at this one, point, he's, he's not even one. here. So he's the one getting finessed. Yeah, he is. Ain't no white woman across the world will be yelling at me 
about this, but no, that's okay. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I do think he has shown like a lack of support for her. Yeah. Um, because he disagrees, which is not an excuse, but it's still like, don't disrespect me like that. I'm not your child. I'm not your servant or slave. Mm-hmm. So talk to me nice. But that's just it. I I think what they're really missing, or really what Angela is missing, she doesn't talk to him with respect. She doesn't have any for him. Because she don't see it for him. She don't care about him at all. But, like, not even respect. Like, that's just the basics. Like, you got respect for people that you walk past on the street. Yeah. Some of them, you know? You but... could not pay me to believe that she hasn't called Michael the N-word. Oh, I think she has. Yeah. I think I think she has. It's a part of her southern charm. And there you have it. <laughs> Who you got? I'm going to say Tiffany. Because... Tiffany is wrong. She's wrong. I feel like we have all the opportunities to not do it this way or to not do this at all. And she keeps going forward with it. And I'm confused. I'm confused and I'm annoyed because <laughs> she's technically in a better situation than Kalani was when her and Asuelu got together because Kalani got pregnant immediately he came here right away and they just hit the ground running right yes Tiffany and Ronald have like a bit of a slower progression right so she's she's been able to identify that Ronald ain't no good right Kalani didn't have time to realize (laughs) Exactly. Come on, you have time to realize, like, hmm, this is probably a bad idea. He's way too young. I'm not prepared. But she didn't have time for that. But mm-hmm. Tiffany does. And she, at least, at least Oswelly don't got a record. Okay. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> he don't got a record that we know about. And we've, and he's been around for years at this point. Right. <laughs> but she's been around him. He got a record. He stole from his mama. <laughs> <laughs> what are we really doing here what are we doing here and i just don't see how she flipped the switch so fast like you were talking about divorce you were saying how he ain't no good he don't help out you cancel your tickets to visit him because you wanted him to show initiative we haven't seen him show any initiative especially in this last interview Clip yeah. he initiative does not live in his vocabulary so I don't understand like I don't know I don't get it it just doesn't make like, any what sense. changed because she she's getting on him saying like oh well he doesn't really care because he thinks that if this doesn't work that we'll just move to South Africa but if this doesn't work she really doesn't want to be in the relationship at all like this this going through should not depend on your relationship yeah. making it or not. Your, your relationship sense. need to be solid before that, sis. Right. like Because you don't even need to wait no more money, no more time. Because I know that lawyer was free. Yeah, I was just like, girl, I'm confused. <laughs> like, you, now that no, she's you, confused. <laughs> yeah, she's confused and she's confusing me a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand how we got to this point. As far as I'm concerned, you should just be canceling things period yeah 
if you cancel don't want to it's so easy to break up with him literally don't answer the phone uh, girl, lie just lie just lie yeah no you didn't make it yeah what are you gonna do check no he's not gonna check <laughs> he's not gonna check right just lie I'm like, girl because she clearly has issues with you know telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth <laughs> at one time hello so just lie just save yourself and the way money. she trying to downplay to her daddy like oh um he just had a, a little bit of drugs in his friend's jacket pocket. Girl, we done all heard that excuse before. Everybody yeah, said like, it wasn't mine. Yes, it was. And yeah, just like, a little, nothing really, just a, a little bit, uh, just drugs. Girl. What kind? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, are we talking okay, like, okay, girl. Right. She was like, it sounded like he got some little heavy duty. <laughs> he right. got on, I don't know. <laughs> Because the way she said drugs, like, I feel like if it was just weed, she would have said he had a little weed on him. Like, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. it's giving, it's giving narcotics. <laughs> it's yes. giving narcotics. And, yes, it um, is. I just can't be involved, Tiffany. I'm sorry. I just don't have it. Like, whatever this relationship is, it'll be. Yeah. And I was, I watched a preview for this episode with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And she was like, if he doing all that gambling in South Africa, once he get here and actually has like some money, do you, he gonna cut loose and that's not gonna be good because he gonna that's relapse. They are gonna be looking for him. Her wallet gonna be gone and yeah. Ronald gonna be gone. That's that's a good point. Grandma got a good point because I don't know what the gambling situation is like in South Africa, but in America you can gamble like almost anywhere. You could do it online. You don't have to be at a casino to mm-hmm. gamble. And if you and want And when to, he's here for those however long before his work permit kicks in. He's he gonna be spending no- t- Tiffany daddy money. <laughs> no, literally. It's too much. I'm I'm over it. I think that they need to I think she needs to just lie her way out of this. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I can't be with with nobody that I feel like I gotta lock my purse up at night. Um, Yeah, sorry, it's not worth it. She's out here playing checkers when she could be playing chess. Like, no, literally, end this thing right now. End it. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, This is this week's episode. (laughs) Yes, what what an episode it was. What a doozy. What a doozy. Honestly, <laughs> the last thing I have to say is that Natalie really reminded me of the little uh, puppet from Jigsaw. One time when she was smiling and laughing. <laughs> it was just Psychotic. making me nervous. Isn't that it crazy? Was- <laughs> That's what people do when they have like, a mental breakdown. They just laugh at random things. Right. Especially when someone doesn't know why you're mad at them. She looks noodles Like, sis, no, what are you laughing at? She don't just look it. She is. I was I was afraid. I was like, this she gonna pick up a knife and jerk somebody, okay? <laughs> no <laughs> I was concerned. She is dangerous. Yeah, menace to society as far as I'm concerned. Oh well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This was this week's episode. Uh we will catch you guys next week. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> At 
or Ain't No Way Podcast on Instagram. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye.